Sometimes my life gets caught in a landslide Sometimes the things I think are new, they get confused Hello and welcome to Kingdom Stories at Central College Church in which partners, parishioners, employees, and volunteers of Central College discuss their faith, their experiences, and how they make the Kingdom of God visible. I'm Will Harrison, Director of Marketing and Communications, and your host. Thank you for joining us as we delve into the stories of Central College. Ministry and evangelism is often best done through the act of telling our own stories of faith as ways to relate and minister to those around us. Are you interested in taking part in the podcast? Send me an email at willharrison at ccpc.us to learn more. But for today, we have yet another guest on this revolving door, or maybe a train. I don't know. It's a train door of people coming in to sit with me and talk. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, this is Jim Letty. I am one of the youth leaders here at church. I'm also a uh, ruling deacon, and I serve on the AV team here at church. So the important question right off the top of the bat, and I think this is the one that is central to all of this, of course, as the, the bells start rolling. <laughs> right. Um, big important question. How long has your beard gotten in the past? Like, oh, what's your record? Uh, I never actually really measured, measured it, but I know um, there's a picture on my phone that it's gone down like the right here by, by my chin. Oh, man. So it's, pre- it got, it's gotten pretty long. You but to keep going with that because... I should, but uh, here's the thing. Think of the birds that you could be saving. <laughs> right? Like, like, like Peter Griffin did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, think about it. It's always good to have a backup. Right. Um, so you're, you're very busy. Yes. In and around. And, and you and I have had um, contact and experience through uh, youth ministry and some of the times I've been involved in seeing on Sundays mm-hmm. and talking and finding out that we were both gigantic nerds. Yes. Which I, I feel like is always, like, a connecting moment when you find somebody else and you don't have to, like, have that weird, like, not shame, but it's like... I don't talk about the things I like very much. And it's <laughs> right. like, oh, finally, somebody I, I can talk about uh, anime with. That's great. Right. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, because you never know. However, I, I, you're probably a little more used to being around and hearing that, considering you know, youth ministry yes. is, is a wild ride here because there's a wide variety of kids. Oh, absolutely. The, the kids here at the church, especially the middle schoolers, they, um, they're, they're into so many different things. Um, Magic the Gathering, um, Nintendo Switch, Smash Brothers, anime. You, you basically, you name it, some kid in that youth group likes it. Oh, yeah. That's, I thought it was fun. Like, when we, did, um, when we did the video game night recently, and there's just one kid who was just obsessed with Tetris. Yes. And I had brought in a, a VR headset, and I thought that, like, they'd be interested in, like, checking out a wide variety of things, but there's just this, this one kid who's like, no, I just want to play Tetris in VR. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you do you, dude. Like, right. That's what you want. Yeah, I've, I remember the kid, right? Um, he he is very energetic, and he does Rubik's Cubes a lot, and he solves them, solves them just like that, and it's so fast and amazing how um, how quickly he gets it done, and he's really good at them, too. I think that's what I like about the youth group is that are specifically is that there's a lot of space for all those kids to kind of just be who they are, mm-hmm. not trying to fit them into boxes or trying to understand who they could potentially become, which I think, if, if I have it right, is a large part of, of youth ministry, is giving kids space to figure yes. out. Yes. So um, Matt Kearns, he's, he's developing a very great youth group um, to have kids come of most with through high school. 
they, um, there are anyone who's available to come, they come and mm -hmm. there's always something for them. Like I said, there's Nintendo Switch, which their kids are constantly asking to play. They want to play Smash Brothers, um, card games, board games. Um, even if they're not playing something, they're talking in a group of kids that they get to know and talk about things they like. And then that's awesome because it's building community and building relationships. And then me and the other leaders get to just mingle with the kids mm -hmm. and just watching it, it's so cool. I was about to say, that really feels like the, the, the main selling point for being involved in a ministry like that is, mm -hmm. is that in many ways you aren't just there to like shape and provide guidance, but you're giving them just room to be themselves and, and you learn interesting things about personalities mm -hmm. that way and sometimes about your own personality. Right. So recently um, we started a D&D &D group by one of the high schoolers was, just came to Matt last year and he goes, hey... Let's just try it. Let's see if we like it. And our group's up to 13 kids. At one point, our highest number was 13 kids. Which I love, because when I first came here, like when I heard there was a D&D &D group, and I was just like, what? Did I hear that right? And for anybody who, who's listening that doesn't know what D&D &D is, um, it's Dungeons & Dragons, which is a tabletop role-playing game. And if you don't have any experience with it, it's literally play-acting. Like, yeah. It, it is coming up with imaginary characters and playing out who they would be in fantastical settings like it's it's every lord of the rings stereotype you ever imagined but it's a, a great space for kids to learn parasocial skills to to act to interact and i love that we provide a space for something like that without being judgmental or without about making kids feel bad about it, which mm. I think is the big thing. Yeah, so when we started, the kid, there were a few kids that were like, yeah, let's just do it, and they were into it, and then a couple of kids were just like, I, I don't know how to act, and mm. once they got used to it, they just blossomed, and it's just seeing how cool, how open they are, and about their personal lives, too. Even, not even when we get to spiritual stuff, when we talk about um, Jesus, Jesus and um, Bible stuff with them, they're more willing to open because, right. because they are comfortable with us seeing how goofy we are. And um, even me and Matt Kearns and their leaders, we are just like them. Yeah, we're older, but we still have fun. And just when they open up, it's so cool to see them like be vulnerable a little bit. Just like, hey, most being through middle school is hard. I went through one. I went through uh, one year of middle school, and it was not bad. But again, it, being a public school, it, it has those challenges moments. So. Oh yeah, I, I I can relate. As a kid who got bullied frequently in public school in Appalachia in middle school, like mm -hmm. it was, those are challenging times, and it's it's hard to find your your own voice. Right. Because so often your voice is just the thing you've been parroting around you because societal pressures, peer pressures from, from, from friends, uh, worries at home. There's a lot of changes. It's, mm -hmm. It is a hard time, maybe some of the hardest we experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that there's space here for, mm -hmm. for those kids to, to learn it. So the, the hardest time we've had, <clears throat> obviously this past year with the pandemic, um, right. it was so hard to get the kids connected and what and, um this again engaged so doing zoom calls me and kearns and a few of the leaders we were doing zoom calls three or four times a week mm -hmm. um just to keep them engaged and seeing quote faces so we can keep them like hey we start thinking about you please 
the joint. Connected. Yeah. And um, yes, Zoom calls with middle schoolers, you can only imagine how rambunctious that is. <laughs> right. So, um, and also, too, the uh, infamous Among Us on your phone and PC. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did that through Zoom on uh, Friday nights for three or four months, and the kids loved it. And just seeing them energetic and just willing, like, they either want me or Matt on their team, or like, we want Jim in our call, we want Matt in our call. I'm like, just put me wherever you want to put me, Matt, and, and I'll just go. You point fingers, I will go. Well, I think what people overlook or maybe don't understand about the pandemic time, especially for kids, is how much time they spent in video calls. Like, how yes. much time, not just telling, like, getting together with their friends, but the actual education part of what a lot of schools, including here, was trying to figure out was a lot of Zoom calls and... You know, us as adults, I found it taxing about halfway through. I can only imagine what it was like trying to remember and, and, and like, learn in those circumstances. So the, just the fact that they were willing to, I think, jump in and, and mm -hmm. kind of have fun with it is a testament to Matt's work. It's a testament to your work and to everybody's mm -hmm. of taking a, a very weird time in our lives and, and making it work. Right. All the kids, majority of them have a leader's number and they're, they know they can call us at any point to say, hey, I am having a mental breakdown or something. I just need someone to talk to because, and, and we have multiple group chats with the kids right. and they're posting pictures constantly like, oh, I'm having a bad day and instantly five pictures of someone making... Uh, a meme, these memes, and, and it's just like, hey, I'm not the one who posted, I'm having a bad day, but my day already got better because I got three memes to read that just put a smile on my face. And, and I love that. It's, it's the most natural way of creating community because you can't force community. No. Um, and I, I think that's the thing, not just about youth ministry, but I think about a lot of ministries that people sometimes... Mm -hmm miss is that you don't create these things in a vacuum and i say that as our advertising and marketing person like i i can spend advertising dollars till the cows come home but at the point it's about one-to-one -one connections it's you know you and me stopping each other in a hallway and being like hey i love dragon ball z let's talk about <laughs> nerd stuff right like those are how those connections are formed and mm -hmm. like i said i i think matt and everybody has done an astounding job of giving that connection two kids at a time when everything felt like we were lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and tra it translates to being a deacon too, um, serving on deacons um, through doing Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. um, my mom's also a deacon, so me and her are in the same household on two different computers. <laughs> and um, I've experienced that. Right, and um, afterwards, I, 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 my mom can just tell the look on my face half the time like I'm done. Like I, I want human interaction, mm -hmm. and it brings it back to um, wanting God more and trusting God. Like, hey God, I'm, I'm in a rut right now, and what can, what can you show me to get out of this rut? And it always falls back to um, more of my favorite passages in Hebrews. It's Hebrews 11:1. Um, now faith is being now faith is being sure we hope for certain we do not see, having the major faith of having that to keep me going and trusting God that we can get through this pandemic and get back to normalcy, is 
the huge big reason why um, me personally, I got through that pan this pandemic. That's inspiring. I, and I think that's a, a incredibly healthy way of, of looking at it is that, you know, one way or another, we will be here for each other afterwards. Like there will be something to return to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's beautiful, man. Like that's <laughs> right. And I, I, and you, you form new, I formed new friendship friendships with uh, you and Cody through the pandemic. So it's like, Hey, Phone calls, emails. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. What do you think about this? Sure, let's do it. And now, and serving on the AV team too with Randy and everyone else. Oh yeah. Um, that was a whole new perspective that we've had to do, deal with when there was no one here. We were we we were tinkering with stuff and figure out how do things make um, the worship experience personal and effective to people at home when we had no one here. Something tangible. Like yeah. It's it's so hard during the pandemic, and, and speaking off, off the cuff, like I, I am doing this work for my my wife's church, the similar work of like trying to figure out what an online worship experience looks like. Mm -hmm. It's so hard, and you're, sometimes it's just you and a bunch of people, like six people, uh, alone recording, and that's your worship experience. And I remember at a point it was just like, man, I could really use some church right now. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh no, I I am at the church. Like this is the church now. Yes. For, like for now. And, Randy runs a tight ship. I was saying, like, the first week I showed up, I was, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. It was literally the first week of January, and I, I see, who I hadn't met yet, I saw Randy was, like, pointing and directing people and mm -hmm. giving commands. It was like, dang, he's got things figured out. Yes, he does. He, he sp Randy, God bless Randy. Um, he's our uh, guru for the contemporary service, and he... He figured out something new way to get people a perspective in a new camera shot. Those cameras that we run on Sundays are all his genius ideas. And every angle, every shot that you see on those Sundays are um, all him. This is the way his mind is, and it's so cool. He's got a vision. And yes. And Cody, uh, our, our videographer, can attest, like, the AV production meetings can get funny sometimes because it'll sometimes be a lot of, like, here's what we need to work on this week. And then Randy, like, like I didn't like this shot. I like this shot. We're going to keep talking about this shot. And I'll be sitting there as, as somebody who's, you know, the guy who makes the graphics and being like, I wish I could, I could contribute more, but I enjoy watching a guy do what he's doing. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's spectacular watching people who have figured out what their calling in life is, like, accomplishing that. Right. Um, let's talk for a second about what actually being a deacon is, because I feel like that can be like a big nebulous word that's hard to describe. What What is being a deacon to you? <clears throat> being a deacon to me is serving the the church. The deacons are the work bodies of the church. We do the missions of mm. the church, um, homeless shelter lunches, um, the food drives. Um, school supplies, um, helping coordinate with Freedom Celebration, right. um, making sure we got donations in for the water. Um, so many, we ha deacons have a, their hands on a little bit of everything. I hear in, there's in a Freedom church. Celebration coming up. Yes, there is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, June 27th. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, come, I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'm excited for that this year because we didn't have it last year. But... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's so, um, being a deacon to me, though, is just, it's serving, and it's also meetings, like I said, meetings are the once a month, and it's the hour of fellowship that sometimes um, 
during the pandemic is the only time I got besides my parents and my brother because it's like there's nothing else to nothing really going on because you right. couldn't get through. So the the deacons are um, the work bodies of the church, and it's a, a true blessing to be a deacon here at church. So if I can be real for just a, a, a moment, what is in your opinion, the hardest part about volunteering? I know, I know that, that is a big question, but you know there are pluses and, and, and minuses, you know, dark and light to these things. And mm -hmm. I, what, what, what has been the, the hardest part for you? The hardest part for me, for volunteering in general, um, is to learn to when you need time to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you run rampant and you're um, once we opened up and came back to church in person, I think I was here at church three or four nights a week, and it felt like I was here. Uh, I felt like I was sleeping here most of the time. Oh, just foot on the gas. Yeah, foot on the gas, go, go, go. Plus working a full-time job and serving at church. Yeah. Where's your time to yourself? So some, for me, it's learning to say no or not saying, um, not volunteering for every mm -hmm. little thing. Self-care. Yes. I, I, I think that's an underestimated term, that, in, especially in the pandemic, we all kind of had to learn was there are times when we need to take care of our own, our own mental well-being, and there are many ways to do that, whether it is being with friends or praying. Like, I, I, I've especially found that prayer in the last year, it, it, even if you aren't praying for something specific, it's sometimes just good to, to let things out, to talk, like... Oh, I, I I broke COVID rules. I went to my buddy Matt Tim's uh, place, and uh, he he was like, "Just come over when you whenever you want to vent or whatever." And I we <laughs> quote broke COVID rules. I was over there probably three or four times a week again, mm -hmm. just to we both were venting, and it was just I think that's where we really became better friends because we leaned on each other, and that's oh, yeah. where this this. Um, just being with someone besides your family, it, it, being stuck inside your house, it's not fun. No, I, I thought it would be fun at one point. Right. <laughs> I say that as somebody used to cover video games professionally. I was like, yeah, lock me in a room with some games. I'll never leave. It sounds right. Weird, right? So, um, Monkey's paw. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but even like when I got um, sick and mid-March last year, I thought it was COVID. I was stuck in my room for a week and a half. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I was going bonkers after day two. And I'll, I can only imagine what these kids were doing when they could not go to school. Oh, yeah. And um, I just felt bad. And, and, and that's definitely when I, would, I dug into the scripture and I was like, I need to better myself completely. And... Um, I still did Zoom calls and everything. I was, I was stuck in my room, but everyone was like, oh, Jim, sorry, you're stuck in your room. I'm like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't get, don't get, don't get COVID, kids. <laughs> they all thought it would be cool to get COVID. Like, oh, I got COVID. No, don't get COVID. It is not. It is not. Being, uh, all I had was uh, pneumonia. That's all I had. That's but, all. Yeah, that's all I had. This is a very severe case of it. But um, they were like, hey, it's cool, and then no, no, it's not, because you're stuck in a room by yourself. You can't leave your room. If you leave your room, you have to wear this mask, and I'm already tired of this mask. Yeah. So, but but God, by God willing, um, we're we're past COVID and looking to the future.
<clears throat> and, and then with that being said, we're leaving at the end of July right, right, right. for a mission trip and to North Carolina, which we haven't done a mission trip in two years. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see these kids work and let a week of um, not being plugged on their phones. Like a kid, like I'm plugged on my phone too, like most of us are. But taking a week to dissect mm -hmm. away from normal, like quote, more normalcy to serving God. These kids are going to be, um, when they come back, they're going to be a lot more closer to uh, God than they have been in a while. And closer to each other. I yeah, mean. closer to each other because it's, it's, it's going to be us. From what uh, Matt told me, there is, it's going to be us, just us. So bonding with the kids. Um, I know my van, um, I'm driving the 12 passenger van, which the kids have named Walter, which I don't know how the name Walter came about, which I need to ask um, one of the students that, how they came up with that name. But You might not want to know. I don't probably want to know. But anyways, <laughs> but I'm driving Walter, and I know all the kids are like, I want to ride with Jim, I want to ride with Jim. And I'm like, yeah, you, um, Matt, you get to pick who's going in that van because uh -huh. I can't pick everybody. And basically, Matt has dubbed that van the crazy van for the mission trip, which I, which I love. And, and that's fair. I, and, I, and anyone who that knows me, I'm high energy and I am I'm 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 loud and everything else. But I love the kids. Um, growing up in the church here, I went through membership and everything. Um, I was actually one of the la I was the last class that um, Reverend Ellsworth, Reverend Ellsworth um, Rev um, got to teach to. My last year in eighth grade. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, That's cool. It is really cool, and God be with Rev. But um, yeah, it was cool just growing up and knowing um, that I wanted to be in some type of ministry role, um, mm -hmm. being with the kids or being a youth director, and um, with guidance from my former youth leader, uh, Jason Lore. Um, I was like, yeah, in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to be a ministry leader no matter if I'm working outside the church or inside the church. I'm going to be some type of role with kids. I love being with the kids. The kids are great. Um, as long as Matt Kearns lets me, I will keep serving with the kids. <laughs> um, yeah, I just love it, and the kids are great. Um, I keep saying that, but the kids are really great. Well, they're the, they're the core. They're the core, yeah. and they're the future of the church. They're, they really are. Um, oh, teaching yeah. them just to be pleasant to people and turning their cheek and teaching them the golden the golden rule and um, teaching about my as a 29 year old like hey I don't have everything together it's okay that you don't have everything together because you're still young and you're gonna make mistakes as adults and they and they look at you and they put you on this high pedestal. I'm like, no, 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 don't put me on this high pedestal because I'm not even there. This guy named Jesus is on this pedestal and I could only be on my hands and knees telling Jesus how sinful I am and Jesus still forgives me from for um, everything I have made mistakes on. And knowing that and telling the kids that, um, Puts, puts a real smile on my face, and um, it's a blessing to uh, be a part of this church. This church has been a huge blessing to me. Um, definitely one of the things I have been working on, um, which, um, I don't know if Nate told you guys, but um, me and Nate are working on a 
revamp of the young adult program here at church too. So um, right. I definitely have that on a um, scheduled course to come out hopefully in the fall. So hopefully, Excellent. so hopefully with that we get some new younger blood in the church because this church definitely could use some because it's an older church. I'll say that much, but we, but we need to be welcoming to people my age too. So. Oh no, I I agree, and, and thank you for hitting on that. That's a great promo. Like it's to save me some time. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, we we've got the partnership of videos experiences coming up um, um, soon. Nate has been hard at work on revamping that entire experience. Uh, fall is going to be a busy time here around Central College, and you kind of gave us a preview of what to expect. And <laughs> I, I think you painted a great picture of, of youth ministry in general. And oh, thank you. I can't say it enough more. It's thank you for your time, and thank <laughs> you for. For fitting me in and let me make anime references <laughs> not, to people thank who you. are not going to understand what we're talking about, but that's that's fine. We love all of you, and I love you anyway. Thank you, Will. Thank you. <laughs> and thanks again for your time. Um, we will be back next month with me. I'm going to sit in the chair, and Nate is going to do the talking. It's it's a whole role reversal thing. It'll be good for him. Nate doesn't do enough around here, right? Yeah, he needs he needs a little bit more. Yeah, let's give get Nate more responsibilities when Nate's already has the full plate with school and doing refuel and all that stuff. Just get it. We got him a bigger plate. It's fine. right. Just fit more <laughs> on that plate. And until next month, this has been a Kingdom Stories on Central College Presents. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more by searching for Central College Church. Or find our main page at www.ccpc.us slash podcast. So until next time, this has been Will Harrison and Jim Letty, and thanks again. Thank you. Goodbye. Sometimes my mind goes